I'm Megan Hutchings. I play Tracy Campbell on the new BET show, In Contempt. I'm an animal lover, animal activist, yogi, vegan, and um, just a just a boring human. <laughs> After all of that? <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. And you're also on CBC? Uh, yeah, on Crawford, CBC. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah still streaming, so people start watching it. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. All the way. You took the 401 in? You I came from the four, far. Yeah, I took the 401 to the to the DVP. How was traffic? <laughs> Regular? Uh, yeah, the same. It, it is what Bad, it is. Bad, always. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, listen, we're, we're, we're recording on the 24th uh, of April mm -hmm. uh, on a Tuesday and on uh, Monday morning. Um, you know, we've got this thing in Canada slash Toronto of being this huge metropolitan city uh, that is safe. We all yeah, get along. Mm -hmm. And there was, um, you know, it, it that, I guess that image of Toronto got shattered yeah. yesterday afternoon. I think, I think, it, I mean, it's just like a painful shit thing that happened. Mm. And I think... I think even the I think the U.S. and the rest of the world are looking at Toronto now, being like, "Oh God, now they're not they're not safe either." That mm -hmm. none of us are like, yeah. you know, like everybody is shocked that it happened here in Canada, especially, yeah. which is interesting. It's, um, you know, so I I thought you know we we'd we'd mention it just right off the top, and and our our, our thoughts and, and our heart go out yeah. to to the victims' families, to uh, to anybody that that is still hurt and. Uh, uh, our thanks go out to the uh, the first responders, yeah. um, the police, uh, policemen, police women, um, paramedics that 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 were on the scene, mm -hmm. and um, sending love to all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a crazy afternoon uh, yesterday here in Toronto, and uh, you know I'm not I, I used to be that that person that was all about hashtags and things like that and. You know, there's this hashtag, you know, Toronto strong. And, you know, I, I think just as, as, as human beings, we've got this resiliency because although this, this has happened in, in yours and my backyard, um, these events, not to make light of anything, but these events happen all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and we as a species uh, manage to always get up and, and move on yeah. and continue. And, 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 and we just hope that... We take a positive step forward. Exactly. You know, what you're saying not to make light of it, but yeah. um, I think it's things like this remind us of how good people can be and how we all come together and mm -hmm. we all are human and have compassion and love and respect for one another. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Megan, uh, again, thanks for coming in. You know, uh, you will know you will get this after 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 sitting here for uh, however long we do. I'm not a professional. <laughs> so I, I don't sit down with the producer to figure out how do we, you know, uh, segue from talking about uh, what happened in Toronto on Monday afternoon to talking about you. But that's... I don't I don't think any professional, any professional, non-professional yeah. can segue that. And we can't, the go, right to way. We can't yeah. go to a commercial break. Yeah. So but listen, I, I have to say this. Congratulations. I mean, in contempt is doing. Uh, by all accounts that I've read, it's doing really, really well. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's popular. Yeah, um, and um, and one of the lead actresses is is from here. Yeah, that's fantastic. So congrats on that. Thank you. Um, how did you 
get into acting? Was it, is mom and dad an actor? No, mom and dad are definitely not actors. What do they do? Uh, my father was a letter carrier for 25 years. Okay. And now he works um, for Acon doing, I don't know what, something with Toronto Hydro. And my mother lives up in Lindsay and she works at a car plant. So they're very, very far from the arts. Wow. Yeah. So what, what turned you on to acting? I don't know. I, don't know. I think... Um, I just in school I it never really made sense to me and then I I found drama class and I was like oh okay this is home yeah here's all these people like kind of screaming and crying and oh my (laughs) not you know but just being you know weird and out of the box and I was like oh this is this kind of this makes sense so were you always were you always that person that was that thought of themselves as maybe I'm not normal why why am I not getting all this stuff yeah, I, I always, um, I feel like things penetrate me uh, very deep, you know, when I see or see things or feel things or suffering or happy, like everything. So mm-hmm. I never really had an outlet to put that into. And I think um, that's what artists do. We kind of have an outlet, you know, whether it be painting or acting mm-hmm. or this or musicians or, you know, so finding the outlet was amazing. So what grade was that that you found drama class uh i think grade 10 maybe mm. yeah it's almost late yeah 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 i was i was playing sports before then okay and, you know i had an outlet there but what were you playing soccer baseball volleyball? i was uh playing competitive tennis competitive volleyball oh wow and i was playing high school basketball mm-hmm. volleyball and i attempted lacrosse one year you did. <laughs> <laughs> keyword attempted keyword keyword was attempted yeah um, so drama class was, was there, was there, is it, was it just walking into class and seeing people like you? Yeah. Or was it a, was it a play that they were doing or what was that? I think it was just walking into class and, um, you know, the, the work was the work quote unquote mm-hmm. was something that just like, it excited me and made sense to me. And, um, it just, it felt like home as, oh, wow. as lame as that sounds no. but yeah it just i can get that yeah it just it it just felt that's where i belonged yeah you know i always felt a little bit of an outsider mm-hmm. um in other subjects or aspects of my life yeah but there made sense so was it something that was it something like finally there's something at school that i can sink my teeth in um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a bit of that. Yeah. Was, was yeah. it also anything of, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be. Yeah. 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 I think I always, I always was interested in acting and performing when I would, you know, watch television shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of an escape for me watching movies and television when I was a little girl. So something that always excited me and interested me. And I remember asking my dad, like, I want an agent. I want an agent. Before, really? I, before I knew what that meant. Before he knew what that meant. So I don't know what that means. What did, what did dad say to you? Um, Finish your math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he would just be like, okay, okay. You know, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. And did he? Finally, he did. He did? Yeah. I was like, dad, you know, like, uh, yeah. It, he was he was extremely supportive. Really? Okay. Yeah. My dad, my dad raised me as a single father. All right. Um, and he would drive me to auditions wow. and my first show I didn't have my car, I didn't have my license yet so he'd drive me to work every day okay um yeah he was super supportive and loving and what was your first show uh, it was called the smart woman survival guide shot here in Toronto okay the, for the the W network oh wow yeah okay so it's yeah. like legit okay yeah I think I was I, I think it was I was either 17 or 18 all right yeah 
You know you can get your can you get your license? Yeah, at you 16 can, you still? can, you can. I think I had my G one. And I think I failed oh, no, okay. the G2 a couple times. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. <laughs> That's fine. That's You're like, fine. no way. Back to the license card. <laughs> Took you so long. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's... Well, let's back up because I'm sure that wasn't your first... That was your first paid gig? Yeah, yeah. It was my first, like, yeah, paid gig. Okay. Good gig. All um, right. Other than that, I think, like... Let's rewind a bit then. Yeah. Let's go back to grade grade 10. Yeah, we What did. was your first, like, first school production, your first school play? You know, we talked about this the other day, and I was like, I'm, it was that vampire play. And they were like, you mean Dracula? I'm like, oh, it must, it must have been that, <laughs> right? Have, okay. That's the only the only vampire play, right? Sure. Yeah. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get to this play Dracula. This is your world, Megan. I'm <laughs> just asking you. <laughs> well, and, and what did you play in, in Dracula? Uh, no, I didn't play Dracula. Okay. I probably, I don't I don't think I had a significant part, okay. but I was just happy to be up there. All right. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. What was your first, your first role at school that that you really sunk your teeth into that you really felt something was there that moment it wasn't at school but okay. i i um was t i was directed towards an acting teacher malie mm. hutton who's an amazing teacher and actress here in toronto what's her name malie hutton okay and um i remember class with malie is where i really got to like start to to really dive into things and learn and and um, I think her class was where I was like, oh, my God, like, there's a lot to this. Mm -hmm. And so that was exciting for me. Nice. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this, you know, going into drama and seeing people like you and, and feeling at home versus um, being taught, mm -hmm. like, professionally. Mm -hmm. Is there Was there a difference to you or, or did you love it all? I think what was the biggest curve for me was that class and acting can be very different mm. than professional acting and being on set so I remember like in class you know I'd be having a conversation with my scene partner and a camera would be on both of us mm -hmm. and so you know we would both be getting footage but when you walk onto set only one person gets coverage so ah. I was like what like I have to like when's it my turn and, and it's, sometimes it's not your turn for a long time you yeah. know and so you have to stay on the whole time and be available and emotionally open yeah but, to support the other yeah or sometimes I, I remember I was sometimes I was talking to an ex on the wall and I was like what the what seriously is, yeah what is you can this? swear here if you want okay yeah I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so I just and in the end you know the set can be really intimidating and sometimes if you're on a time crunch it's not in my opinion always about the art it's hit your mark say the fucking words and let's get on with the day yeah you know so that was a big surprise for me oh wow yeah um now to go back a bit you said you've always enjoyed television and, and, and movies and stuff when you were a little girl mm -hmm. was there a favorite actress a favorite tv show or movie um i loved man of the house with jonathan taylor thomas okay Keep in mind, I was young. Okay, yes. <laughs> You're giving me a blank look. He's like, I don't know what that is. Um, I loved 90210. I don't think I was supposed to be watching the it original? yet. The original? Yeah. Oh I wanted goodness. to be Kelly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, what else did I love? I loved Homeward Bound with the dogs. Uh, okay, I yeah. Was, I was never sure that they really made it home, but they do every did, time. Did they? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't positive as many times no. as I said. No. Uh, yeah, so those were kind of my go-tos. All right. Yeah. Not traditional stuff. No, what's traditional? I think 90210 would be. I don't know. I don't know what, like I've never, I've had a few actresses, actors. What do they say when they're like young? I, I think, maybe they're trying to impress. They, they like very classical actors. I think they would, 
always say. choose like something like yeah artsy. I think so. No. But that's okay. I'm I like I like Mister Dress Up. I'm not judging. Sure, absolutely. So when it came time for for leaving school, yeah, um, leaving high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's what's the next step for you? Like, where do you go? I did. I I did a semester at Trent University of Psychology, mm-hmm. and then uh, right before exams, because you weren't sure yet, or, or um, no, I was sure. I okay. just I wasn't positive that it would work out. So okay. I was like, I should have a plan B. Yeah. But then right before exams, I landed a, a movie called mm-hmm. uh, Psychotica or Nostrum. Uh, when I was like, I don't, I can't remember. It was it was my first film. Yeah. And I could either go to work or I could do exams so I left school and went to film you dropped out I did I dropped out what's, what's let me get back I'm, I mean I've, I've got a, I've got a 12 year old so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get to that phase of he's gonna ask about college he's gonna ask about quit it, it, it comes up yeah so t- tell me about dad's reaction or yeah, I guess his reaction to you leaving school yeah, what did he what did he say about that? Dad's reaction sounds like it was very very supportive. Yeah, my dad is kind of maybe too supportive because he's like, yeah, get the hell out Do of whatever there. Do whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> really, like, get the hell out of there. You gotta chase your dream. That's well, that's amazing. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, so he... he did you, do you ever ask him, Dad, why didn't you... Why weren't you like these other dads, in, in uh, air quotes, that say, get to school, get a real job? I think it's because he's really hoping that I'll like make it big and retire him early. You, I think it's self-serving. I need to talk to you. I need, <laughs> yeah. to figure, I need to figure this thing out. Yeah, but also he just... I don't know. I guess I'm an only, like, you know, I'm his only only child, his only okay. girl. Um, no brothers or sisters? No brothers or sisters. Oh, wow. And I think... You know, I, it's not like I just sat around in, in our basement being like, I want to be an actor one day. Mm-hmm. I was always going to class. You know, I was always working my butt off. So he knew I was working towards it. So yeah. I think that made it a lot easier for him to be supportive. How many of these, what do they call it when you when you go for call and you go for like to try out? What are they, what are they Auditions, called? Auditions, how many? Aud- auditions. But so is many. It, there's a term for it. Is there a term for it in the industry? Audition, Something yeah. call or something? Oh, there's callbacks. Callbacks. Let's call it audition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously thought there was another name for it. Anyways, so tell me uh, about auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I want to get to you know you landing these parts, but tell me tell me the failures. What goes through your head? How do how do you react to stuff like that? Oh my god, there's I think for every personally for me for every fifty auditions, I maybe get one job, maybe. Yeah. So it sucks. You you're constantly there's no stability, no guarantee in mm-hmm. in our industry. Yeah. Um. I used to take it a lot more personally. You know, I'd go home and be like, I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too that. And, yeah. you know, like really beat up on myself. But um, I try my best now just to fill my time with other things that make me feel good and worthy so okay. that I'm not so dependent on the job. Sure. <laughs> what was your, so what was your first gig? You So you talked about the, the, the show on the W Network. Yep. And you talked about this movie. What was, what was your first paid gig? Maybe it wasn't, you know what? It wasn't Smart Woman Survival Guy because I did, um, do you remember those reenactment shows like Cold Blood when they would do like a murder case and then they would have the actors come in? So my first ever was that Mm -hmm. and it was non-union. So there's no like regulations or anything. Okay. And I was playing this 
woman who actually what does that even mean let's go but let's take a step back what does non-union mean it means um like now i'm part of the union so you know there's rules and regulations to what can happen on set what can't happen on set like pay right like okay. kind of like any other job right okay all right so this wasn't um and i played a woman who actually was killed mm -hmm. uh cheryl miller but she was she was raped and killed and so and they they had four possible suspects so my day on set was me in a nude thong and nude nipple covers mm -hmm. being rape simulated by four different men. This is your first my gig. My first gig. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Yeah. And I'm actually really good friends with one of the guys now, Mal Dassin. So this was like probably, how old am I? 29? This is probably like 11, 12, 11, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So I was just on the floor, like crying, being raped over and over and over. And then blood coming down here. And that was, that was my first work day. All in one day? Yeah. And Jeez. I actually saw the wardrobe lady recently and mm -hmm. she was like, you know, we were all like, is this, is this okay? Like, should we, should we kind of back this up a bit? Like, she's pretty young, but wow. whatever. It was an experience. Sorry. And how old were you? I would have, I would have had to have been, I think I was 18. I would have had to have been 18. Okay. Yeah. And his dad, dad drives you there. Yeah, dad, dad. Does dad stay on the set? No, he didn't stay. But you know what? The first time my dad ever came to set, I was giving him like a simulated blowjob for drugs. This sounds like that. <laughs> What's that Christmas movie that made in England? <laughs> yeah. What is that movie called? What? There's that movie. What? It's Love oh, Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's just very, yeah. it's like weird. He's talking yeah. to this, he's nervous yeah. about talking to this girl <laughs> while she's giving him a simulated so yeah, my dad came to set the one day. I think he's come to set like never again. But he came to <laughs> no, set one day, not. and we're shooting in this like old abandoned mansion in Rosedale. What TV show or movie is it this? It was called Psychotica. Okay. Um, and he. And how was the drive home? <sighs> with dad. Uh, by then, I was driving. Okay. Oh, so yeah, all right. With my friend, uh, who's also a Toronto actor, Shamiri Anderson. We were both in the in the film, and um, yeah, he was. I was like, you know, like. And the worst part is, is that the director said, can you bob your head a little less sensual and make it more like you need the drugs while my father is standing there? Wow. Like, you know. But dad still talks to you. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. So what, what happens? So let's get back to the first one where you were raped four times. Yeah. Um, you, you, you had the script ahead of time, I'm guessing. No, because. No. Okay. I, I didn't, you know, because with those, um, mm -hmm. I don't think there was even any dialogue. It was like you get to set and they kind of tell you what's going to happen. Gonna this is what's going on. Wow. If you're union, yeah, you're going to get the script before. You're going to have a nudity rider. Your agent's going to go through everything and say, okay, this is what she's okay with. This isn't what she's okay with. So that um, happens now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what goes through your head when, when, you, when they tell you here's what's going to happen, here's what you're going to do today? I think I was so naive and just excited to have a job yeah. that I wasn't, I wasn't, looking back now, mm -hmm. if I was older and wiser, I would have been like, okay. Would you have done something? Like, what would you have done? I would have, like, I don't know. I would have said this is inappropriate now. Now. Yeah. So Not that, I, you know, the director wasn't inappropriate. Nobody, like, you know, was rude or, mm -hmm. or pervy, mm -hmm. but I was an 18 year old girl who mm. showed up and they were like, by the way, this is what you're wearing and this is what we're doing. Wow. And, and I was just excited to have a job, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, let, let's, I mean, so relate, I guess related to that. I don't know if mm -hmm. it is, but you tell me, um, 
And this also goes to, I, I guess, the role or the character that you play mm-hmm. in uh, in in contempt. Mm-hmm. So tell me, okay, let's 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 jump forward a lot. We'll so come you'll back. notice I'm very I'm very conservative with what's shown in in contempt. I haven't seen. Okay, yeah. But you play a, a type of character, right? So she so is she is a promiscuous, sexy. Yes. You know, bend me over the desk and do what you want with me, so that you can get what you want. Uh, yeah. Sort of. Exa- thing. Yes, exactly. She's um, she uses sex and her sexuality and her beauty to her advantage, and she doesn't do it with a, any apology, All which right. is cool for a woman. Sure. Um, so, but personally, we did, we had a bit of back and forth about nudity and, you know, what I'm willing to show and what I wasn't willing to show. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I didn't know about your background in terms of all the, these two other different roles that, that we've just talked about. Um, and I was going to save this for after talking about In Contempt, but let me ask you now, you know, based, so, I mean, you know, 2018, we've, we've just gone through, and I think we're continuing to go through this, this time of, um, Especially women mm-hmm. uh, standing up, saying no more. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be. And you, you tell me if I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 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 we're, we're not going to take this anymore. We're going to tell you what we feel, what we want, mm-hmm. how we believe we should be treated, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, there was this hashtag Me Too. Um, everyone blaming everyone in Hollywood, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, so as you're going, you know, from from these roles that you've played till today. Mm-hmm. So two questions I have. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, these roles that you've played and the role that you play today, do you think about your character and what she's portraying in light of all of this? I'm curious. Yeah, I think... I think what's cool about Tracy is that she does cross the lines, the, the, the fake lines that society has set for women, that, you know, women aren't supposed to like sex or talk about liking sex. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women aren't supposed to think, especially as Canadian women, we're taught to not really, you know, want to use our sexuality or our beauty to our advantage because, it, you know, and not in like a gross way, but in a way like that we're just taught to be very humble and and small and stay in our space and Tracy doesn't do that um with her personality she's she's loud and she's big and um like I said she does it without apology which I think is cool Mm -hmm. you know um because as much as the conversation is changing I mean there's still there's still men in my life who will be like oh my god you know that girl's such a such a slut or whatever mm-hmm. or she was such a slut in high school mm-hmm. and then I'll say well I mean how many how many women did you guys sleep with you don't say that about each mm-hmm. other you celebrate it and you you go oh my god and you got with her and her and her and mm-hmm. you know it's celebrated but women are shamed so the conversation is changing yeah. but it's still there and it's there with people who men who I think respect and and respect women you know mm-hmm. the people that i'm the men in my life respect women yeah. but they still kind of have that double standard it's just been ingrained in them how do you as an actress now navigate these conversations or this this awareness now i think for me i wouldn't when it comes to say nudity or mm-hmm. or how this how the sex is happening within the show i'm much more aware mm-hmm. is it necessary for me to be showing this is it part of the character um 
if the sex is is it does it need to be male dominated because it it usually is in the mm -hmm. media um you know i'm just yeah i think i'm just much more aware of how it's how the sex and how the female is being portrayed one of the great things that I, i've learned about your show is that not only does it star a lot of strong women yeah but even behind the camera yeah it's it's terry Cobb. yeah, yeah our showrunner the show yeah so i mean tell me that have you been in an environment like that before no i haven't there was so many powerful females on set mm -hmm. um for terry cop tamara our executive producer uh even our our head of construction was a female mm. so it was just a power it was a powerhouse of females which is amazing Do you know if terry like did she set it up that way i Do think you know? uh we asked her that and she yeah. definitely had a say in it yes yeah yeah she definitely had a say in it so what's tell me what's different is like can you is it does it feel different or is it just a woman just doing something that you've always assumed a guy was always going to do our set felt and it and it probably does have something to do with the amount of women that were present mm -hmm. it felt very supportive and warm and uh we all we all said so many times it feels like a family every time we come to work mm -hmm. and so Terry and Tamara were super available if we had any issues, if we had any concerns, if, you know, they really kept the conversation open, mm -hmm. which um, I don't know. I don't know if men that I've worked with necessarily do it are as open. Yeah. You know, do you think you could be you could have been as forthcoming about you know, does my character have to do this? Does my character have Probably to do Probably not, yeah. no. Hmm. Because Terry was very clear with me. If there's anything that you feel uncomfortable with, make sure you come to me and we'll discuss it. Yeah. Um, because she is a female, you know. Just even just not even just the nudity, but, you know, I'm a woman. Some things I don't love to show off. As much as I, I want to be like, oh, yeah, you sure. know, power to me and I'm brave. But no, yeah. some, some things about my ass I don't like. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, she can be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get that. Men, man might be like, well, you know, whatever, it's an ass. <laughs> and you're like, no, but, you know, this dimple on this cheek, can we not show this cheek? And mm. a woman kind of gets that. Fair. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. I have these conversations with my wife. I say, you look great. She goes, <laughs> no. I go, okay. Whatever yeah. You, whatever <laughs> you say. <laughs> There's no, I, I can never be that right. That being said, though, the two, yes. um, the two men that mm -hmm. we had, Farhad Man and um, Sud, Sud, Sud Sutherland, the two directors, were very amazing and lovely, okay. and uh, they kept communication open. And so um, I can't, I can't speak badly about anybody, male or female, on our set. Nice. Everyone was great. Nice. I want to come back to In Contempt. Okay. Like I said, we're going to jump all over. The, yeah, yeah. Jump all over the place. Um, so we talked about these these two um, uh, these these two projects that, that you were that you started off with. Um, was there a was there a time? And you know you've also spoken about um, that the industry is, is it's it's you you've got to hustle a lot. Mm -hmm. You know you're not sure where your where your next paycheck is coming from. Yeah. Was there was there a point in time where you thought to yourself, okay, enough of this. Let me maybe go back to school. Let me find something else to do. Or did you know? always that this is what you were going to be doing oh my as God. a career every other week really <laughs> yeah every yeah. other week like shit what am i doing you know i'm not good enough or what it like you know i'm not good enough or i'm never going to get there or now this is done so now what and what if i never work again and I, wow it's yeah it's constant all the ways eh? constant yeah there's never yeah. been a time where you go okay finally this is the gig 
I don't think so. Wow. No. Not even with this one? No. Yeah? I mean, I'm super hopeful that it will lead to more work and that and that'll lead to more seasons, but mm-hmm. I think I'm also just being realistic. You yeah. know, I've seen plenty of actors and actresses who land huge, huge roles and and once it's done, it's done, mm-hmm. you know? So I just kinda try to keep my expectations um, real. Yeah. Yeah. People but gonna, that being said, I sure. I love what I do, and I I know as much as I think about, like, oh, yeah. I should have been a teacher or a nurse, <laughs> and then I start to think about it. I'm like, wait, I just want to play one. So, <laughs> yeah. So nice. I, I'll never. I know I'll never give up. Well, let's talk about that because if people are listening so far to this, they're thinking that all Megan plays is is, is women that have a lot of sex, whether they, <laughs> yeah. whether they want to or not. Um, you you've done you you you're also do comedy because i know with, with crawford that's yeah. a, that, that's a comedy but tell yeah. me about some 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 of your more favorite roles um speaking of well speaking of crawford i actually loved working on crawford because mike clattenberg is just um amazing mm-hmm. and hilarious and so creative and um speaking of working with good women he is a good good man to work with okay um he's just so much fun he's unique and you know, you can do whatever you want on set, and he'll, he'll just say, yeah, that's great, that's great, let's do this, let's do that. You know, he's just, he's amazing, so. So um, tell me about the show, Crawford. It's, it's, it's raccoons, about raccoons? Yeah, it's a dysfunctional family yeah. of, you know, Kyle Mack, who kind of speaks to and saves raccoons. Um, John Carroll Lynch, who plays a father who is mute and speaks through uh, his phone. Um, oh wow! Yeah, he's he's amazing. And then um, I play Jill Hennessy's nemesis at work. Oh, that's right, Jill Hennessy's yeah, in this. Yeah, serial headquarters. So her and I kind of go at it, and you know, try to try to be the the biggest cat at work. <laughs> There's cats in the show There's too. Cats? Yeah, she has cats. It's an animal show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, it was a really good experience, and it's a good show. It's different. It's unique. So. So what's what's the difference as an actress, uh, you know, between playing in a, a character that's in a drama versus a comedy? Um, what is the difference? Well, you know, I I think with the drama, like certain scenes, they just they take a little bit more prep and a little bit more emotional prep throughout the day. You kind of, for me at least, I have to kind of stay in that space of whatever the scene's going to demand from me. Mm-hmm. Um, Comedy, I found, was a lot uh, lighter for me. I know some people actually pull from a sad place for comedy. I don't. Um, a sad place for comedy? Yeah. All, okay. All comedians are sad. Aren't you sad? Am I a comedian? Like, <laughs> no, you just made me happy. You think I'm a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I found working on Crawford was always very light. And maybe mm-hmm. it was the atmosphere that, that Mike and the team set. But mm-hmm. uh, it was always fun. It never felt like work. Sometimes on a drama, if you have, you know, a scene that's pretty heavy or has heavy content, it can it can be tiring mm-hmm. to stay in that all day. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done TV. Mm-hmm. You've done movies. Mm-hmm. Um, stage? No, I haven't done stage, but okay. I would like to. Yeah? Yeah. I talked about this the other day. I should right. do it because I'm scared of doing it. So. What, what's, what, what, uh, what do you fear about? Because the audience is right there. It's like one take, that's it? Yeah, I think just like the unknown. I've never done it, so I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I, I don't know the process. Um, I don't know how badly I would suck at it. So, 
Yeah. Well, you must have done some at school, right? I did, but yeah. I mean, that was forever ago. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you're did I? You're not that old, maybe. No, when I'm 29, <laughs> and when do you graduate? Do you graduate when you're 17? 16, 17, yeah, 18. That's kind of a long time ago. Fair enough. And I didn't even get to play Dracula in Dracula. <laughs> I was like a tree or something. So my, my stage experience you were is victim limited. number one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I died first. <laughs> um, so no stage yet, no. but you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That should yeah. be fun. I do want to. I will. I will. I will. Um, your favorite, not your favorite, but uh, tell me about some of the movies that you've done. Um, the first film I did was a, was a psychological thriller horror, mm -hmm. um, called Psychotica. It was a long time ago and it was interesting. Feature film or? It, it went, yeah, yeah, it was a feature, but it went, it went straight to DVD. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and it was fun we we were shooting in like i said abandoned uh mansion in rosedale mm -hmm. and it was a group of really cool people that i'm still friends with quite oh, that's a few nice. of them yeah. yeah and um it was fun it was some of it wasn't so fun some days we, we shot in in winter so okay some of the days were kind of crawling through tunnels in the snow freezing your ass off uh, with dried fake blood everywhere and yeah. running from the killer. So, mm -hmm. um, what did I, what film did I do recently? I think I just did like a, like a Hallmark TV mm -hmm. movie, but I can't remember what, what was the last I did. Where was In Contempt filmed? Is, is that, is that a U.S. production? Yeah, but we shot here. We shot in the East End. Okay. Yeah. Right. Scarborough? Uh, no. Um, like, right car like carla and it's right beside revival okay you know that's not east you know scarborough's further east <laughs> that's the east end oh no east end of toronto i'm just teasing you. <laughs> no it's it's so well we, i'm east 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 you're east okay yeah. well, well what's uh, carla on lakeshore what's that i don't know yeah see i win thank you yeah you'll have to listen to our my toronto episodes okay where we complain about what the east end and west end is okay because etobicoke in the west end feels left out yeah and scarborough in the east end feels left out that's true but regardless or mimico <laughs> isn't mimico part of the west end nobody says mimico no one says that no what do they call it new toronto or something i don't, I don't know. know i'm not sure i want i'm curious about u.s productions versus canadian productions okay um and of course one of the answers is everything's bigger there's more yeah. stuff but you know what 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 nuances are different what what what's really different about about canadian productions and u.s productions besides scale scope and money i don't know i i think personally on sets i i get the same five i think i think it's not necessarily comes down to canadian or american but it comes down to budget and how much money they have because mm -hmm. i've worked on you know bigger canadian budget budget things where it doesn't doesn't feel you know amateur and everything's done you know properly and on schedule and it mm -hmm. looks great in the end yeah um i think i think what people think is that it looks different sometimes it you know people say it looks canadian and i think that's just huh. a budget issue i think maybe they don't have the money for post or they don't have the money for the crew and you know everything to just make it look as pretty as it as it can yeah unfortunately I think that's changing. I think the Canadian okay. film industry is changing. In what ways? I just think that you know we're we're putting more we're putting more money into it and mm -hmm. we're putting more care into it and you know um, you know people people want to see good Canadian 
good Canadian production. So, is there a Canadian? You know, like you said, some people say, "Yeah, that looks Canadian." And, yeah. You know, down to money and yeah production and things yeah. like that. Is is there a Canadian? Um, is there a type of Canadian show? Like, is there Canadian? Yeah, that's a Canadian. You know, whether it's good production or bad production, that's Canadian. Is like, is you know what I'm saying? Like, Europe is very well known for their dark dramas. Their dark, right. right? I think it's the way it looks. Like, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, put any shows down, though. No one, you know what? There's only three people. My mom, my okay. no one listens to. Them. But I think you know when people see like Murdoch Mysteries, yes. they know it's Canadian because um, of it, what? it just looks. It doesn't look as I don't want to say professional, but it just mm. doesn't look. You know, it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't look comparable to what the okay. what an American production. So it's not the, the stories that be. are being told. No, I don't think so. I think okay. it's just like the yeah the look of it. Yeah. Um, what else could I? What else could I compare? I don't know. I'm trying to think. What else? Canadian production like Heartland. Maybe there's just. Um, I don't know what the word would be like a like a like a cheesiness to it. <laughs> to the way it looks. I always thought can, it's Canadian stuff is always like comedies. They're always, we, we seem to be doing a lot of comedies. Do we? It seems to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You yeah. know. I know we, there's dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, there was a show that was filmed out in Vancouver. I think it ran for two or three seasons. It got picked up in by ABC. What show? It was the one where you knew who committed the crime. Right at the beginning, the crime the crime is there. You know who did it. And then, oh, it was called Motive? Motive? Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. That was a really good show. And I think it was a Canadian production. Got picked up by ABC, and then they just did three. It was only three did seasons. Did it look Canadian? No. No? No, it didn't look Canadian. It looked like, okay, who's where? where is this? And then it was like, this is Vancouver. Okay. And it wasn't yeah, because yeah. it was raining all yeah, the time, yeah. <laughs> but it was Vancouver. Okay. And and they didn't hide that they weren't, it wasn't New York. Yeah. Or Seattle. Yeah. It was Vancouver. Um, yeah. And so that's the only show that I can... Now, granted, I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah. Um, but that that I thought was a a you know for a non cable show. Was Rookie Blue Canadian? Was it a Canadian production? Yeah. Rookie Blue's Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah, that show. It was a good show though, and had a big following. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream character? My dream or role. role or character. Um. I don't know. I'd like to play. I, th I think I've said this before, but I'd like to play something kind of like really raw and like gritty. Mm -hmm. um, really liked Abby Cornish's character in the movie Candy. It's an old movie. Her okay. and Keith Ledger play heroin addicts. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to play something like Margot Robbie played in I, Tanya. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, or something like that, or Charlize and Monster. I mean, just something that would be sort of totally out of the box that that um that i'm used to playing in interesting yeah i need to bring this up yeah because as, as you as you say these roles that mm -hmm. you like you know before you told me you're from oshawa mm -hmm. it sounds like an oshawa oshawa these <laughs> you're like heroin oshawa <laughs> crack capital crack capital of, of does canada it, does it like to you <laughs> from, from like listen i i proudly say that i'm from scarborough right? <laughs> you know people make fun of scarborough but does it 
Like, does it sound like you want to go home? <laughs> yeah, I want to go home. Just, <laughs> I want to go home. More money in my pocket, <laughs> though. Money, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with more money. Yeah. With, with, with more money. Yeah. Who, who, do you have a favorite? Do you have a director you haven't worked with that you'd love to work with? Do I have a director? Um, I don't know. I think who would be cool to work with? Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, he'd be cool. He's new, up and coming. <laughs> up and coming. Um, who else? I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, um, there is a female, um, uh, Lori Collier. Mm. She did um, Sherry Baby with um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't know if you've ever, no. ever seen it. Um, and she also directed um, the... Uh, the series of the Marilyn Monroe series that uh, another Canadian actress did, but it's anyways, she's, I just really, I think she's great. Cool. Yeah. I want to talk about all this stuff that you do. Okay. Outside of work. Okay. Um, because you keep yourself busy. I try to. Yeah. So that yeah. you don't focus on when your next gig is happening. You stay yeah. sane, right? Yeah. Um, tell me dreams of rescue. Yeah. What's that about? So that is a little uh, nonprofit that I started. So mm -hmm. I make um, personalized dream catchers mm -hmm. and all of the proceeds go to a shelter or rescue of um, the person who's buying its choice or my choice. Okay. Yeah. How does that like, how does that work? Someone comes to your website or? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a website. It's just okay. through Instagram or Facebook oh, wow, okay. um, or word of mouth. Yeah. And so they'll message me on Facebook or Instagram and mm -hmm. kind of just say, hey, I'm interested in purchasing a dream catcher. Mm -hmm. And so I'll say, okay, cool. Um, what size would you? like what kind of colors are you looking for and then do you have a rescue or shelter in mind and if not are you okay with me donating on your behalf to mm -hmm. you know a choice of mine yeah yeah why dream catchers um because i was making them for friends and family okay and then people started asking me can i make you one and how much oh. do they or can can um you make me one and how much okay. how much do they charge yeah. or how much do you charge and i was like well i don't really feel comfortable charging mm -hmm. But maybe I can make this into like, you know, yeah, turn it into something that I'm passionate about. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious if like Dreamcatchers had a meaning no, or anything like that. No, I just, I just have always liked making them. Okay. Um, and so I thought, well, it'd be a good way to give back and, nice. you know. We made, how many, we, so we made a bunch yesterday. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, uh, a Cub Scout leader. Oh. Yeah. And so okay. the past month or so we've been doing a lot of indigenous studies okay, and stuff yeah, cool. yeah so yesterday we um we taught the kids how to make dream catchers, dream catchers. okay yeah, yeah i'm curious so you would know uh -huh. more than not because i mean i've done a little bit of like research on the dream catchers but really my motive is just for the animals so i don't know yeah. much about the background or you know so you mm -hmm. would know you'd be able to tell I should. me more i should i should see so i i live this crazy busy life so I'm always late to my so you Cub just threw Scout the supplies meetings. down and said, build it. Yeah. Okay. I show up and it's already happening. <laughs> okay. Because my son's in choir, like way east. Yeah. Close to Whitby. Okay. And uh, so I pick him up there and then I'm like always a half an hour late. You're a good dad though, I'm doing trying. all that. That's I'm, amazing. Well, me and your dad, we're hoping that something we'll, we'll retire you shakes early. out and we're going to yeah. retire. Yeah. <laughs> we'll retire early, right? <laughs> um, but no, so I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to ask you about... Um, these other conversations mm -hmm. that we're having about cultural appropriation. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if anyone's ever 
said, hey, Megan, you're not in, like, I should ask yeah, 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 if you yeah. have any indigenous blood or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm curious if people have asked you th no, those sorts of questions. That's, that's or if you've ever thought about stuff like that. No, that's actually interesting you bring that up. But um, no, if anything, I mean, some of the people that I order the supplies from, called mm. Beta Dreams, who are indigenous, who own um, the shop in Ottawa that I order a lot of my stuff from, mm -hmm. they're super supportive and lovely. and Cool. Yeah, so um, no, everyone's... There have been people who, um, when they hear about I'm on a show on BT, they're like, oh, but wait, you're not black. And I was like, really? I'm not? You know, so I get it there, but I don't get it with the dream catchers. But you're the only non, like from what I've seen of all the shots of, yeah. you're the only non-black person. Yeah. 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 I'm not the only, but the only lead. The only yeah, lead. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I never thought of that until <laughs> you said that. I go, wait a second. <laughs> you are not black. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Surprise. Uh. <laughs> But no, you know what? Maybe I will one day get uh, someone saying, well, you know, why are you making these? But I'll tell them to fuck off and it's for a good cause. So <laughs> I just I, just, I love you. Like, that's amazing. Um, there was another there, there's a comedy that I was recently watching on Netflix. I was bored for two hours. I said I need to watch something. And it's who's that Canadian actor? There's OK. So there's a CBC show that's happening right now. Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the father? What's his uh, name? Levy. Le Levy. Yeah. So Eugene Levy is in this this movie. Okay. And there's this, uh, the black actor from all the Marvel movies now. Male or female? Male. He's he's like the head honcho. Michael Jordan? No, no. He's the head honcho for all the Marvel. Like all the Marvel superheroes report to him. Anyways, so in, in, in the beginning of the scene... Eugene Levy's in a coffee shop reading the USA Today. Yeah. And this movie's also filmed in Toronto. But he's it's supposed to be in American cities. He's reading the USA Today. Okay. And this, um, I'll just call him a Russian guy, comes in and gives him a gun in a paper bag because he thinks he's someone else. Okay. And this other guy happens to be a, 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 black, uh, a black cop who's trying to um, take down these gun smugglers. Okay. And so after Eugene Levy gets it, um, the, the character sees him and, and says, hey, you're not supposed to have this. They thought you were me. And Eugene Levy looks at him and goes, they thought I was black? <laughs> so that's the first thing that came to mind. That's why you gave me that look. When, yeah, when you said that, that, <laughs> that people say that you're not black. Yeah. And you work, and you work for a, a, a show on BETV. BET. Yeah. BET. Black Entertainment Television. Um. Save Our Scruff. That's another thing yeah. you're involved in. Yeah. It's actually um, uh, the founder, Laura Bai. Uh, okay. She, she started it, and I just do transport volunteering when I can. So I'll pick up dogs that come in to the Pearson Airport and then take, oh, them, wow. to, yeah, take them to their fosters. Okay. Yeah. Do you have dogs yourself? I do. Yeah. Yeah. What I have a kind of names? I have a golden many? retriever. Okay. She is... Eight or nine, maybe she's nine now, Chloe. Mm -hmm. um, then I have a little multi poo. His name is Henry and he's five. Okay. Um, and they get I, along? Uh, they do. Okay. <laughs> Henry loves Chloe. Chloe tolerates Henry. That's that's the way it goes. Yeah. They sound like brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I recently had a German Shepherd uh, foster and she's in her forever home now and she's doing very well there. Okay. Yeah. Forever home is like, so it comes to you, you foster yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. and now she's yeah. So I took I took care of her for a while, and now she's in a very happy, loving home. How do you How did you get involved in 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 this these sorts of things? 
I got involved with Save Our Scruff because when I was living in LA, I was um, bored and lonely all the time. So I thought, well, what do I like? And I like dogs. So okay. I'd go hang out at the Hollywood Dog Park and try really? to make friends with dogs. Yeah. And then I, I met somebody there who worked for this organization called Dogs Without Borders. Hmm. So I started volunteering with them just at the adoption events. And then when I came home, I was like, well, you know, I like doing that. It made me feel good. So where can I do that? And so I just looked around wow. and Save Our Scruff. It's a good organization. It's an awesome organization. So Neat. Yeah. And I ended up with the foster because um, she was surrendered to me mm. by a family who could no longer afford her. Oh. So, yeah. Farmhouse Garden Animal Home. Yeah, so that... you've got lots of time on your hands. <laughs> you need to fill up your days. <laughs> you know what? It's I sound amazing, but I'm not nearly as active as all, many of the other volunteers in these organizations. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that. that well, I'm some calling people, you out now. You're, yeah, some people are you like, you know, filming. very, very... Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm unemployed again. So, um, so that's a farm in Uxbridge. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a man who was a cattle rant or was cattle farmer. Mm-hmm. Um and he decided that he no longer wanted to kill his cows. I heard about this guy. He was on the radio recently. Yeah? Wasn't he? He was on CBC or something? Mike? It was like, it's been in the family for years? Yes. Yes. It probably was him then. Because he's gotten a little bit of... Um, and his family's like against him? Yeah. I know this. I, yeah. I because he, on... he, rec- he recently had an open house at the farm. Maybe that's why. Okay. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's, he's transitioned into That's organic amazing. vegetable farming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's And so all the farm animals. Yeah. So the cows are there, two are horses, still... a duck, and two chickens. And so what do you do there? Um, I will go on Tuesday nights, and I just go in and, you know, clean out the cow stall and feed water the horses and feed and water the, the chicken and the duck. Wow. Yeah. And you you also said off the top you're you're vegan. Yeah. So I guess it's it's, it's like it's it's a lifestyle. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Were you always vegan? No, I wasn't always vegan. I always I always would go back and forth. Um, okay. With being a vegetarian for many years, I've been a vegetarian for years now. But I was I'll always flirt with being a vegan. But I'd always end up cheating with like a cream in my coffee or when mm. I'd have pizza because you want cheese on your pizza. Um, but. Um, did you ever eat meat or chicken or anything? Yeah, like yeah, yeah okay. I did for sure. Yeah. Um, but now I just am super committed and wow. it's important to me to not be contributing. I try my best too, to, um, try, I'm trying my best now not to buy leather, suede. I don't mm. buy home products that were tested on animals or makeup that was tested on animals. Is it hard? It's very hard. Yeah? Because I find a really good company and then I find out that their parent company is like Unilever or whatever. Oh, wow. You know, so you're still kind of contributing. So even that that much? Yeah. I try though. All you can do is try, right? Sure, sure. So I have to tell you two stories. And you're going to think I'm horrible because I I eat meat. I don't think you're horrible. Okay, thank you. Most people in my life eat meat. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone else in my life eats meat. Yeah. So we were in Spain. Okay. And we took a tour of a bullfighting ring. Oh. We took a tour of okay. it. Okay. And so, you know, nothing was happening there, yeah. but we go through the museum and they take yeah. us a tour and, and somebody to ask, what happens to the bulls? Yeah. And so my son is there and he was, he's 12, 9 or 10. Okay. And uh, the bull gets slaughtered and the food goes to feed. Right. And he was like, what? <laughs> Like what? What happens? 
And it was a shock to me that he didn't know. Yeah. Like, he thought you only eat meat because the cow just happens to die. Right. He doesn't... Yeah. He didn't know that, oh, cows and bulls, they, they grow up and that's why they, they live. Yeah. So that people can eat. Yeah. And he was shocked. Yeah. And he was angry that that evening I went out and had oxtail. Okay. And he was so close to becoming a vegetarian. Was he? Yeah, because he was, he, was, he was horrified. Yeah. He was shocked. And, and, then, and then recently... I don't know what happened, but he says I want to be I want to be a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and we have this thing at school mm-hmm. called Lunch Lady. Okay. Where Mondays and Fridays he gets a hot lunch. Okay. Um, served to him, and it, it gives me the break on Monday and Friday mornings. Yeah. And he had loved the cheeseburgers and hamburgers. Okay. So every week he gets a cheeseburger. Okay. So I had to tell him, Casimir, um, you got cheeseburgers almost every week. And so you go, okay, so maybe next year. <laughs> next year I'll be a vegetarian. So maybe next year <laughs> I'll be a vegetarian. So bless his heart. Aww. He's trying He's trying to good, do do uh, do the good thing. Yeah, it's not easy though. No, no. It, it is not. And, and, you know, whether you're someone like yourself that's very conscious of what happens to, uh, you know, our our neighbors all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, or whether someone just wants to be healthy, you know, yeah. there's 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 all these benefits of, of trying to be cleaner. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you choose to to eat animals, there are more humane ways of mm-hmm. you know, there's there's more hu- humane ways of of getting it and not supporting factory farming and yeah and all that. What's next up for you? You you're in this comedy on CBC. Mm-hmm. You're you're in this uh, legal drama. Mm-hmm. On uh, BET, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and it's showing tonight. Yeah, yeah, ten p.m. on uh, BET. Yeah. Um, what's next for you? What what projects are you working on? I'm really hoping that our show goes to a second season because, okay. yeah, I really I loved working I loved working at home in Toronto. Well, season one's in the can. Yeah, it's in the can. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll. How many episodes? We did ten episodes. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out. I I would assume relatively soon, but yeah. um, yeah, I would I would love to go back to work with all of the people that I worked Is with. Is the feedback good? Do you know? I th- Do you get nervous? Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's mixed at this point. I'm not positive. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I try. I try not to like dive into it too much because you know what? What can you do? It's gonna make you feel like shit if it's bad. And so, did you have a viewing party with your friends for episode one? I didn't with my dad. With I didn't with my friends, but um, my dad was actually celebrating five years of sobriety that night as well. Congratulations! Yeah, so we had his medallion at um the, for AA, and okay. then him and some of his AA friends came back, and we all watched together. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was it was the best night for me because celebrating that for him was was really awesome. You know what's also awesome? It sounds like you and your dad are like tight. Yeah. You guys are so, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's always been, yeah. sounds like it's always been that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's an amazing dad. And I mean, um, alcohol and, and addiction, or alcohol and drug addiction, you know, can obviously, yeah. causes issues between families. And, sure. But he's always been a good dad. He's had his own struggles, but he's definitely well, always congratulations to your dad. Yeah, it's awesome. For five years. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, are you, is there is there anything like again? No one's no one's gonna listen to this part of the show. Okay. So what do you like? What's the next? Which, which Marvel movie are you in? What TV show are you? I'm back. Lamira well, <laughs> always tells me she says, "Say like just wait and see." But really, I'm just back to unemployed and hoping that I get another <laughs> oh, fucking job. No. <laughs> I'm really hoping that yeah. Margot Robbie and Jennifer Lawrence die. Oh and no! I need somebody no. new. <laughs> well, you could be the new it girl. <laughs> that'd be cool. Without anything yeah, bad happening. <laughs> 
to them. I'm joking. That was a right? joke. It was joking. Megan, it's been mm-hmm. awesome to have you here. Before you Thank leave, you. let me just tell you and everyone else what's going on um, here. Um, so, well, first of all, people, check out your local listings to watch BET's In Contempt mm-hmm. and CBC's it's an online show, right? The yeah, online yeah, comedy. it's on the CBC. Um, Crawford, I think you get it with the CBC app. Yep. Yeah, right? or yeah, or just online, cbc.ca. Yeah. And um, so if you guys enjoyed this, you can listen to a bunch of other episodes. So go to, so I don't know where you're listening to this from, but I hope you are. And obviously you are. Girthradio.com, you can find not just this show, but a ton of other shows uh, as well. Uh, KareemKanji.com is where you could also find me. Um, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts or you want to, please go there. Just search Welcome Kareem Kanji. I'm also on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. And again, if you're on Apple Podcasts, just subscribe, rate, and review. It would really help boost my ego because I don't get paid for this. So ego, ego, I get paid in <laughs> ego. Next three episodes that are coming down. Uh, John uh, Bernard. Sorry, John. Yeah, John Bernard. He's from uh, Winnipeg. He's a filmmaker. He's here for uh, Hot Docs. Uh, he is go- him and I are going to get together and talk about the Randy Bachman doc that he just put together. Uh, Alan Frew from Glass Tiger is going to come in studio. Um, and uh, Greg Tilson, my good friend, uh, he's going to join me in studio again. And we're going to talk uh, more cool stuff uh, about Toronto. Megan, again, thank you. Thank you. So my brother runs this uh, thing in Whitby yeah. called Park Run. Okay. It's every Saturday. It's a free timed run. Okay. Um, and so I've gone out to Whitby okay. a few times in the morning to to run that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, otherwise, he runs. So he's on the cross country team. Yeah. He's, he's the athlete. He's the athlete. Okay. Let's check sound. Let me check this out. Um, so speak how you're going to speak for the rest. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, I had oatmeal with protein and chia seeds and hot you. All healthy. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Okay. So let's, uh, I gotta remember to I tend to get you. Um, no, 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 you're perfect. You're perfect. Uh, let's start off with this, Megan. Okay. Just introduce yourself who you are and what you do and we'll get into it.